first of all, thank you all again for all of the help you've brought to this this practice center, this monastery, this uh, community sangha, which you are a part of. So thank you very much for all your help. And again, asking to, if you can, to continue to help us. If you appreciate what is being done here, and you, there's a lot more to see if you're going to the website and look around, a lot more that we're doing and endeavoring to do, please help us and thank you. So today we have a, um, <clears throat> what I call mountains and rivers, and we put the date after it. So mountains and rivers is just, you ask questions, you, 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 you bring this direction, any of you, what it is that you want to know about, and I'll try to respond in a way that will be helpful to you again, hopefully. So what do you have? Go ahead, Jason. Jason Bowing. Not everybody is going to get on this path. They're not. Could you how do we function relatively as far as kindness goes, knowing that not everyone really wants to be doing this, Bowing? Mm -hmm. uh, the first word that comes up for me is, is just receive. Uh, the Whatever, whether it's your, you could be very close to that person because you're related to them, but very distant from them and that they have no idea what you're doing. And all they have are their preconceptions about what you're doing. Do not explain anything. Be respectful to their confusion uh, or your own confusion for that matter. Be just meet them right where they're at in that. If they ask questions about it, then we're all about uh, helping people or telling people more about what this practice is about, but no sales pitch, no promotion of anything. Do not promote anything towards someone based on your feeling. Well, they, if they just meditated, that would maybe help them. Uh, don't speculate on anything. Train your own. If you train your mind to see clearly, so you stop. What, to, um, what do I want to say? Uh, I don't. The only thing that comes up, comes up is stop dumping on people. Stop taking your emotions and putting them on others. Blame. Anything like that. At, at all, if you can. You might need a tremendous amount of mind training just to stop pointing the finger. Either this direction or this direction. That takes awareness. And some people are not going to, not going to do that. They're, to them, this might look like turning into a vegetable or wasting your time when you could be doing something constructive. Why waste your time doing that when you could be studying archaeology or history or all valid things to do, of course. But the spiritual path is, mon is not mundane. It has mundane aspects that are very, very definite. More? I'm wondering um, about going out towards people with just relative kindness to actually, do you ever move towards somebody to just gesture? Always, always. But it's situational. The more you train your mind to receive situations, starting with your own mind, because you can't, it's very difficult to do meditation and action, even though it's talked about a lot. The, the meditation that needs to be done is within. Because the within and the without are not separate. They just look like it. And they will look like it for a long time until you, someday, some afternoon, some evening in June, you will see that what is there and what is here are not two different things. But you won't, that will not occur by thinking about it, trying to twist your mind in circles or make it do something, or practice some kind of weird 
tantric practices. How will it happen? By looking at the separation. That's how you see the unity, to put it bluntly. Go ahead. the mind, another thing that's showing up is when somebody does ask, do we endeavor to convey it to our understanding of where they're at? So I've noticed sometimes you may very differently based on the group that's in front of you. And I'm yeah. wondering about relating to people's questions about what we are doing or what meditation practice is, if there's a way to skillfully relate to their understanding. Let's just simplify that question. <clears throat> How do we communicate when the questions are asked? What is the best way to skillfully communicate when we are asked about meditation or the path? Probably? Less is better. Less. Less. Don't, don't say too much. Say a little bit. Respond, but don't, don't explain much, so that any curiosity that is slowly showing up in that person's mind, you're not manipulating them, but any curiosity that's showing up in their mind isn't, isn't smothered by your aggressive trying to convert them or, or tell them the right thing or, 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 or. so less is better. That way you put, you, you leave it in there. Uh, mind stream. This is a very, very hard path. It's extreme. It's not for some people. It's excruciating because you are turning your mind away from the entertainment of the world, the, the fabrications that go on, the magnetism, the seduction that's going on everywhere, especially in our culture with the technology we have where everything can scream at you. Do this, do this. You need to do this. You need, you need more of this. Don't do that. Do this, do this. And what is that? What happens? That triggers in the mind stream, only in multiples of who knows what. The same thing happened at the kitchen table in the 1840s. Except now you've got the whole world saying this to you, and you have insane people running things. You know, like the whole Twitter thing, and and all the things that's happening with these people in extremely powerful positions with tremendous amounts of money because of the imbalance, the asymmetry of society. Please turn off your microphone if you if there's someone there, uh, unless you have something to say, then go ahead. Thank you. So that the, the idea there is to keep it very simple and just meet people where they're at without anything extra. No seduction, no propaganda. Don't tell Necessarily, unless someone asks, don't tell people how much meditation has helped you, if it has, or how much uh, it hasn't helped you, which may be true, could be. So it's very difficult to do this. That's why we have things like vows, because it starts to get harder, because the, your mind stream is not limited to this lifetime. And I'm not promoting belief in uh, the life in the 13th century, although there was life in the 13th century as we probably have guessed. And you were there. Not as this form, not even there's no if not even in any memory in particular. There's no there's no solid reference point anywhere. And especially when you get uh, when this body goes away and you lose this reference point. Uh, as was said once, uh, if you want to know what your past life was like, look at your body. Want to know what your future life is going to be like? Look at your mind. 
because all the scrambled eggs that's happening up here that you're trying to cover up are going to show up. Am I, am I condemning you to something? No. In, in fact, in infection, I'm probably wrong. I don't know. And I know I don't know. That's a powerful reference point. Reflect on that a little bit. Further question? Jeez, I'm bowing. The question comes up similarly as going out towards others with kindness. I'm wondering what it is to show kindness relatively to oneself and if that's important on the path. Yes, give yourself give yourself a big break. Stop meddling with your mind. Whatever arises in your mind needs to be there. It, it needs to be there. It's it's it has a as I've said, uh, it probably isn't a very good image, but it has a ticket to ride. It ha it's already uh, it's already um, has a right to be there because of the nature of dependent origination as an apparent otherness that is not exactly other, an apparent otherness that is not exactly other. Nor is it the same. This is it's all over. It's not something I invented. It's something I'm looking at. All the time I'm looking at it. You can see that. If you're interested, face the wall. If you're interested, I'm not saying there aren't other formulas for this, but the only one that I know is the three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, the teacher, the teaching of the community, and train the mind. Sit down, hold still, and watch what moves in the mind so that you can see what it is. You can see the, you can see firsthand what the Buddha said was life is suffering, difficulty, challenge, dissatisfaction, pain, discomfort, worry, anxiety, depression, and all the other words we've invented to cover the different facets of suffering and pain. More. Thank you. Sir. Sir Bowing, um, there are some forms that we're asked to do um, when we practice here, I'm thinking things like when we face out, you'd like us to sit in cosmic mudra. Yes. Or we wear black. Um, what's the intention of having that um, uniformity? Um, have some uniformity so those people who are who come in here for the first time see that things uh, this isn't a place where you experiment with your your creativity. You don't come in and say, "Well, I'm going to sit." Like, how was it that Eric sat that one day at a mudra? It was like this like two eyeballs and then a little platform or like a kitchen table shaped thing. And then there was a person on each end of the table. Am I mocking you? Okay, good. He said I wasn't mocking you. So it's a teaching. So was that incorrect? No, no, it's not. It's just not uniform. It's too out of uniformity. If we all did this and I could do this, I mean, three weeks from now, I might say the order of immediate light. This is your cosmic mudra from now on. You will sit like this. That's possible. Unlikely, but possible. So we do it left over right with the thumb slightly touching. If you notice the, the carved Buddha up here is the other way around, right over left, because that Buddha is acting. This Buddha is meditating. A Buddha and a Buddha. Reflect on it. You don't have to figure it out. Just reflect on it. A Buddha and a Buddha. Don't explain that to yourself. You don't need to. You need to see it deep in your heart. And that's not possible by looking for shit out here. Sure, Bowing. Um, one of the functionary positions here is the Eno. And my understanding of that role is to oversee the practice forms here in the Zendo. And an area where 
I've been confused continually is um, when someone does step outside of those those visual forms. Mm -hmm. um, is it a correction to to nudge someone back towards that when they are doing something different? Very good question, and it's and it's so as you hear me say over and over again, it's very situational. So you, as a meditator, as the Eno, and as uh, right now you're the Shuso, but as the Eno, you would look at the situation and receive what's happening there, and then you determine. It's not something you figure out. You see, and this is why I say often to everybody, don't do anything unless you have to, and that puts you in a position of, oh, I don't have to do this, and then that, if you don't have to do this, but there's something out there making motions or going in a different direction or it's out of kilter, or out of symmetry with the rest of the situation, then you would look at it and you would see the entirety because you've been looking at the entirety of your own mind stream without objecting, agreeing, or looking away, passion, aggression, ignorance. You're just, you just know who you are without any identity. Then you can look at something else that is a so-called other or objectivity and you can see the subjectivity that is functioning. Are you following me? You better be. What did I say? No, you can't. You can't repeat it. I can't either. If you, if uh, if uh, Bion was to say, "Would you repeat what you just said?" I can't do that. There's nothing happens twice, especially over here. But then you would see, because you were so much on receive and willing to be confused about the situation that you're looking at, instead of going to what a standard. What does it say in the book? Oh, this here. Well, we have books that say that, but that's not so much for you to refer refer to that. It's for some kind of a standard that we can have so we can all agree this is what we're going to do. When we see someone stepping outside of that, look at it closely. and You'll be able to tell whether this person is ready to, to receive you coming up and saying, so you actually don't sit like this, even though this, you know, you actually sit like this. Or you can sit like this. If you're facing out, sit this way. If you're facing in and this is, gives you difficulty, which some people it's difficulty on your back or your neck sometimes. Uh, some people I've said, well, try to sit this way if you can. Maybe put a pillow under under your hands. Or when you sit out, at least sit this way uh, when you're facing out. And so that way there's some kind of symmetry, some kind of consistency in the form. Well, yeah, thank you. So there's already a whole lot of differentiation happening with each person. Some people are actually enjoying meditation, like Juzan enjoys it. So it's going to take him a long time to train his mind because he's so busy enjoying himself. <laughs> Don't raise your eyebrows to me. <laughs> Any more on that? Not yet. In those situations, is it important to look at our intention for communicating that? It is. So if you're functioning as the you know or the person who's basically in charge of all of this, it'll be to, just to see what do you have to do that right now? Is this this person is facing out when everyone is facing in? Uh, you could come and say, may I ask why you're facing out when the form is different, and they might say, I, I'm just getting claustrophobic, and then you might say, you can sit uh, in the north gate. There's cushions that actually are. 10, 15 feet from anything. So you can sit and face that. So that's that would be a way of, so if you sit on either one of those three uh, Zabatons, no matter what direction you face, this way or this way, it's gonna be a lot of space in front of you. So am I getting close to what you're looking at? So 
the situation. You know, your intention is to fundamentally help the person, not just correct them, not just to get them to fall in line. More? Sometimes it, it doesn't show up that way and it can be more, if it's going to cause any kind of struggle or anything or any opposition or disagreement or anything, I wouldn't do anything. It's not, it's not a big deal. If you talk to the person later on the next day or something about it. Did I misunderstand what you were looking for? Okay. Go ahead, Kayun. I'm just curious about the, the square seal. What's the meaning in that? The red one? Yes. That just, uh, that is, uh, those are uh, seal script uh, in, uh, in, that come out of Mandarin and and uh, and, and into the, the Japanese uh, understanding of it, I guess. I'm not sure the source of seal script, but I think it originated in China. And that says the Buddha Dharma Sangha. It's three jewels in that script in that uh, in that stamp on the scroll. Buddha Dharma Sangha. Just just a reminder. You said whatever arises in your mind has a ticket to ride. It needs to be there. Yes. So um, we might change some habits. Like we might stop eating so much sugar or try to make a change. Good idea. Later. <laughs> Very good idea. Is that a way of kind of telling me what to do? Oh, I was going to thank you for it. But if you didn't intend that, then I guess I'm on my own. I'll have to stop eating sugar without your recommendation. Did I stop you from asking a question? No, I'm still going to ask it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so how is uh, making a change in our mind different from trying to make that change different from making a change in our physical habit or behavior? Hmm. So the mind is, as you know, is much more squishy. And it's all over the place, and, it, and and you know, especially for someone like you, and it's just like you can't find that reference point. Is that correct? But you can find the body. The body's here. Here are your knees. Here's your head, head and shoulders. Sit down, hold still, sit symmetrical, and notice the asymmetry of the mind going everywhere through contrast, not through right and wrong. Just notice the contrast of it. It's daydreaming. This is why I don't teach. Something I was trained to do and taught for decades is a uh, shamatha vipassana or resting in tranquility and panoramic awareness as a separate forms. So, what was your question? Um, if we have a constantly recurring thought, it's a habit pattern. Yes. Is should we meddle with that at all? Just observe it. As a general, general recommendation for the way your the way your question is showing up, just just watch what's happening. Just observe, just like watching a movie, watching a dream comes and goes. This shows up. It gets larger, gets smaller, uh, gets more aggressive. It starts to back off. Gets more entangled in some kind of passion, aggression, and ignorance. Something you want to blame or judge or evaluate or grasp onto or push away. Just watch the the functionality of of the mind stream as it shows up as um, thoughts, emotions, memories, beliefs, opinions, and so on. More? 
Governor Bowing, is there any time when that observation would be strengthening that habit pattern? Um. Maybe, but I'm not concerned about that. I'm only concerned about, as a teacher, I'm only concerned about your observing it. So just if you just, if, if the emphasis is on aware, I was on being aware of what's getting stronger, getting weaker, it's awareness, awareness. Uh, outcomes are not important. That's why it's intent. It's the intention to see the truth, and that truth for you personally may t may take you through a a forest of otherness, a, 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 a some kind of a passage that is just full of all of that strengthening the ego, getting stronger, and seeing what the ego is doing in that way. Just watch, just observe, just see. Let it get stronger. It's unreal. The, the important thing to see is that, that is that it is unreal because if you if you think it needs to be gotten rid of or transcended to use the fancy word or gone beyond or all of that I've even used that myself but 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 you got to talk about it somehow but it's important to see it be aware of the craziness of the ego the the dynamics of passion aggression ignorance demanding something thinking you got a right to do this because 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 of some story about how you didn't get what you deserved or more plenty of room for questions there please joking along if mind and body aren't separate how is it that we treat working with them so differently we we work with them that way until we see they're not different we have to start somewhere so we start with the body you can't just, uh, not that you, I'm saying you can't, you could just uh, train your mind. You wouldn't have to meditate. Some people even claim that if you just see what this is. Some people teach, just see what this is. You don't have to meditate at all. I disagree. <laughs> I think I think it's necessary to sit still. But then there may be people who, who are different frequency than I know about. Go ahead. Or I should say, go ahead, not Gwed. Further questions? Thank you. You're good. Okay, you're good with that. Yes. For um, something like a deep-seated habit or hook, yes. Um, is it does it need to come up into kind of some kind of conceptual phenomena to be seen and worked through? Can you get closer to an example? Um, it might be some. It could be any habit that you don't see. Mm -hmm. It's just you just just subconsciously doing it. Okay. It might not be particularly helpful, um, but you're unaware. Does it have to show up as some kind of scenario or any kind of mental phenomena before it's seen and worked with? But just that you're able to ask that question about it uh, tells me, tells you too, that you're actually aware of that dynamic happening somewhere down the hallway or behind the screen or somewhere that you're unclear about. Would I be correct in saying that? Something about it that you can't quite see or get to? That's still awareness. And so I, I would say, rather than say, yes, you have to see that, I kind of agree with what you're saying. I would say, keep looking at it because it's not so much the phenomena that is happening in the mind stream. It's the unexamined or just uh, taken for granted identity that there's someone who can see anything. There isn't anyone. 
That's why they call it a cosmic joke, because when you see it, you, you realize you've been hooked or hoodwinked or cajoled into believing there was some kind of a being here just because, just because, because. We have hands, we have nose, tongue, body, mind. All these senses are saying me, 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 and me and my stuff and my ideas and where my feet are taking me, where I'm not going there. I'm going to do this and I'm not doing that. I'll do this, but I'm not putting up with that. And so we have this constant comment going on in our mind stream about stuff, things, thoughts, lampshades, snow shovels. <laughs> we, we, have, we have a constant comment going on about the otherness. And it is the, the fundamental thing is not so much finding like what Gilkado is asking about or what you're asking about. It's finding that is it's the intention to see it. And the intention eventually, in some way, I don't know how to explain it, other than you, if you continue, you continue, you continue, intend, intend, intend. Eventually, you see there is no, no intenders. There's no one there. There never was. There's no, there's no solid being who's doing anything. Did they get close to what you were looking for? Or do you have a further? Um, maybe to elaborate on the practice experience. Okay. It seems like sometimes we may see things that we didn't know or habits that we didn't know yes. about ourselves. And yes, however that's worked through, but you know that probably there's more. You don't even know, have any idea what that might be, but you probably are things that you are ignoring that you're unaware of without any content. Yes, I hear you. What's so, the question? So um, I think it's about trusting the practice. We're just looking without any you know, conceptual awareness of what that might be. Is that still? Let's go with that. Yeah. You don't need your otherness. Is that the, the, the magnetism, the seduction is that you can figure this out, that you can eventually see what you've been ignoring. Because that, what does that do? That validates the, 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 the polarity. It's by having something that you're looking for, some thing, some idea, which you explain uh, very clearly. By having that, it, it keeps that pull going so that it, it validates the one who's looking. It keeps that going because you really, it's like a cat looking for a mouse. The cat feels like a cat. Not a very good example, maybe, but it's like that. Any, if you're looking for something, some kind of idea about what you're, and you describe it very clearly, that's close enough. You don't have to get any closer than that. Just, just return, 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 return to this. Return to this body, return to these senses, return to this mind, return, return. Manipulate, don't manipulate, don't manipulate anything. Bowing. Um, it's my understanding where um, I can't think of a specific form, but if we don't necessarily align ourselves with the form, you'll say that we're still observing it. And I'm, I'm curious how, if we're not relatively mimicking a form or looking like we're doing the form, how is that still observing it? Um, that's that's how it feels when the observer uh, when the observer starts to disappear into what is observed. Or you can say what is observed begins to vanish into the observer, not to. And there will not be relative knowledges gone. But if it shows up, it's fine. But it has no gravitas. It has no, it has no weight as proof. 
of since there's something exists. Keep going. So, uh, as a practice, when we do see that we're um, not observing the form with our body by sitting like this, for instance, like what? Like if we see that we keep dropping our hands or something, we're sitting like this with our hands down, mm-hmm. yeah, like that. Yes. And if we see that, is the intention as in the practice to come back to yes. that form? Just return. Return to the intention. Return to the three jewels. Return to the teacher, the teaching, and the community. Return, return. You're always drifting off until you're not. As long as there's something else, you're going to drift off. Is that a word? Drift off? Russian? I'm serious. Are you? That's uh, in case you haven't heard uh, Sogada, uh, that's the Sokokoji Mudra. You do that a lot here. Go ahead with your question. Sokada Bowing, thank you. It has been said um, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Is there something the student can do to prepare themselves? Bowing. I, I really don't know. What what is it you want to fundamentally want to know? I understand your question, but if, I, if you tell me what what it is that you that brought up the question, maybe we could address that. Sokada Belling, it was recently asked to me, and before I met my teacher, whom I believe is you, um, I spend a lot of time yearning for a teacher. Yes, and now it feels more like it just has to happen. I don't know if there's anything, this whole getting ready process, is there anything that can be done, bowing? The only thing I can say is run and hide. Because if you meet the, if you meet a true teacher, one that you're connected with, your personal life is over with. At least mine was. I don't mean you're going to end of your life. You know what I mean? I just mean that you're you're going to be, uh, you're going to hear these words and, and they're going to resonate with you in some way that will bring you into the Dharma, into the practice, onto the spiritual path. Uh, it doesn't mean you'll leave the mundane path of going to the grocery store or having a partner or owning a dog or or anything. We're even here, this is a monastery, not on a mountaintop, not in the, Himalaya, but here in a, a relatively unknown place. In the, what, are we in the Midwest? or We call it the Midwest, but it's not very West. It's more Mideast. Isn't it? It's not Midwest. Midwest is in Indiana. No, that's not Mid- Midwest either. Midwest is more like Nebraska. Or is that West? Okay, enough time spent on that. Let's get back to, where were we? (laughs) (laughs) 
So you can't, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I follow your question a little bit, but I don't know how you can repair or repair, prepare to do that other than study the Dharma. There are lots of teachers. And so don't do anything unless you have to. I say this about precepts. Don't do this. Don't, don't receive precepts unless you have to do it because it's difficult. It's also inspiring and challenging and it might be uh, something that you do with your life that actually has some kind of ultimate value rather than the relative value of, uh, well, you know what I'm saying. All the other things you can do, they have relative value. Win at poker. Build a garage. Yes. A question from Navid. Navid. What is that part of the mind that likes to analyze what is received, especially the ones that seem more like realizations? It's just ego, just a self-centered aspect of the mind. Consciousness always finds whatever form uh, it needs for whatever is showing up as other. And, and until consciousness finds out there isn't any other, there's just consciousness. Then consciousness realizes itself or herself or himself, or maybe there's no gender. doesn't matter. But until that occurs, there's going to be some kind of otherness that's going to pull us. It's a setup. The, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha is a setup so that you will, you will use that form, that structure to find out who this is. So there's no doubt. Find out who it is. So you fundamentally realize your true nature. So the ego mind is going to want to take that and crunch it in some way to kind of squeeze some kind of success or some kind of happiness or realization out of it. And it's very tempting, especially reading um, some texts are extremely uh, clear, uh, but they are still concepts about the realization, not the actual realization. So I'm not sure if I got, I'm getting close to what, Naveed, what you're asking about. You say, what is it? It's just an aspect of the mind that wants something. Second noble truth, desire, wanting something else. I'm, I'm saying, and other teachers have said uh, before I, I got here, uh, what you're looking for, you're looking at. There isn't anything that you're separate from, ultimately. You have to see it. If you see it, suddenly this doesn't mean your body becomes unimportant and you stop eating and you're just some kind of enlightened, enlightened corpse or something. No, even more, you're even more engaged with everything because you realize that you actually can touch your heart. You can touch your heartbeat. I don't mean to be romantic here. It's not about romance. It's about just about the truth. In relative reality, you actually see this as not separate from you. This doesn't mean that you won't have a lot of thoughts about it. But to use a, another relative example, the awareness is in the driver's seat. You lead your life with your awareness. You don't have no idea where you're going. But you don't need to because there isn't anything else. That doesn't mean that you've kicked out the thinking process. It just may not have a hold of the controls. It's there. And if you need that, it's, it's available. It's dependently arisen. And it finds its own dynamic. It finds its own form. If, if um, I don't remember much of anything. But if I need to refer to something, it shows up. I don't have to think about if I do that, uh, I just don't do that, but I know of. 
Sir. General Bowling, <clears throat> once we're made aware of a form, are we always observing it regardless of how it shows up? Give me an example. Um, General Bowling, I'm, I'm thinking of the 2.30 sit in the afternoon where we might only make it to a handful of those. <clears throat> like when we're doing something else or going to work, is that still observing that 2.30 sit? Yes. That's very good. That's a good question. Whether you go to, if a form is set up, and this is in the monastery, so, so it's a little different, but even in your home, say you, you've decided, and which I highly encourage, set up a time, uh, write it down. I meditate every day from seven o'clock to eight o'clock. To go into success and failure about that, you're just, you're, you're asking for more circles. You're asking, you actually fuel the ego by failing and you fuel the ego by succeeding. So it's about observing the form, set it up. There's the form, and then you, you are aware of when you can do it and when you can't do it. And sometimes not being able to do it, just do it, you don't feel like it. You should be respectful of that in your mind stream. Not force discipline on yourself as some kind of accomplishment mentality. It's, it's, this is misunderstood everywhere, especially in, with meditation teachers. Not all of them, but like you have to make yourself some kind of discipline, some kind of macho pushing yourself into it, and some kind of failure if you didn't do it. There is no failure. There is no success. These are relative words, and this is a spiritual path. Yes. Is there a difference between observing a form and aligning ourselves with a form? Oh, the words you're using. <laughs> you know, it's a little more sophisticated. I'm aligning myself with the form. A little bit more of a possibility of fooling yourself just slightly. But the teaching person isn't necessarily going to correct you on that. You need to see that. Aligning is about, I'm a, I'm a, I am going to align myself with this form. So that might work to some extent. But also it provides a, a place where you can actually see that you're ignoring the form. You're not observing the form. Observing the form doesn't mean you do it. It's just that you're very aware that there's a form and you are doing something else. That's awareness. That's not failure. You have to be respectful to your ego, your craziness to your option to want something else. You actually get an introduction to the Four Noble Truths in your life every moment of every day. Go ahead. Are you saying that we could actually be relatively successfully doing the form every day and actually ignoring yeah, it? You could, yes. Well said. But that's also awareness. You, you can't find a reference point for the awareness. It just it does not show up. The awareness doesn't have... Ultimately, the awareness doesn't have the truth of it is there isn't anything. So when you're working with that area where you're not grasping or rejecting or shutting down, you're just watching what happens, the so-called uh, and the so-called imputed idea of a self starts to come apart because it, it gets its fuel, it gets its nutrition from opposition, agreement, or shutting down. And if that's not happening, if all you're doing, you set up the form and you, you're just watching yourself, sometimes you're practicing that. And sometimes you're not. And then you'll see more deeply into the intention around practicing it. If you actually can can watch what happens without adding on your commentary, I should be back here practicing. I shouldn't leave. That also is awareness. Fun, huh? Yeah, it is fun. You're welcome. You're welcome. Good question. Go down. What does it mean to be on a spiritual path? So spiritual path would be my understanding and the way I use those words is uh, 
you're on a, a path to intend to see what is true, what is fundamentally true about being a living being with other living, apparent living beings. What is fundamentally true about that? And I, in two words, I can say, you see that you're not separate and spoken in just a mundane way. But the path to that might be full of all kinds of difficulty, sinkholes and crags and dark spaces and intense fear. More? Does that work? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be Buddhism. Buddhism is a way. Further questions? Don't say that you teach, don't do anything unless you have to. Yes. Can that turn into ignoring? It could if you chatter to yourself about it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, if you kind of make it a, a standard or something you're kind of saying to yourself, I don't have to do that, I'm not going to do it, kind of, it goes too far. It's, you're looking at something that is magnetizing you, uh, you can use that a little bit. Um, it might help your understanding of the impulsiveness uh, to try to fill up the space with activity. You don't have to clean house, don't clean house. But if a place gets pretty crusty, you might want to clean house. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a dumb example, but it's like it's like that. It's it's meant. It's not meant to be an accomplishment. Boy, I, when I stop doing anything that I, I just I get all kinds of free time. <laughs> uh, you can use it lots of ways. Uh, the politics of experience are, are just uh, rife with opposition, polarity, warfare, success, failure, and all those stories. But if you have a strong sitting practice, and I mean sitting a few hours a day or at least one to more, maybe some block sitting or maybe some solitary retreat once a year or more, then then you, the, the awareness that you're living your everyday life with, there's more of a possibility of seeing more deeply into the passion, aggression, ignorance and the success and failure and the grasping and the rejections more as you're able to see more clearly into why you why would you do something you don't have to do you don't have to do that so it's a it's a kind of a becomes kind of a filler so that you you feel more like you're you exist because you're, you have an activity more you can take a few more questions if there are some we can also yes go ahead young yeah. In order to strengthen the intention, at least for me, I want to, to do that. Uh, what I need to be aware when I work on that value. So to strengthen the intention. The way that helped me to strengthen the intention uh, when I began practicing was to uh, return to the teacher, the teaching in the community, just return, even though the community was very difficult. Teacher was difficult enough because um, he was not available, so I couldn't ask him questions. That's one of the reasons I make myself as available as possible to someone who wants to ask questions. So I would say continue to do that, return. Uh, you, you don't have to formally receive vows to say, uh, you could say it several ways. I take refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha one at a time. You could do prostration. You could just bow. Uh, you can, I think that helps because it's actual words that you're saying. And then if you're doing it with a body gesture, 
that way the body and the mind are, to use the word that was used recently, aligned, or at least not too contradictory. Uh, could be somewhat contradictory and you might think you're worshiping or bowing to something. You're not. If you're bowing to anything, you're bowing to your own Buddha nature, your own enlightened nature. So maybe that kind of a repetition would help, uh, help keep you more what, aligned, I guess. Uh, I think it's so different with each person to give some kind of general thing. This is a, I, I don't know. Uh, it certainly helped me to do that back in many years ago, to return to the Buddha, return to the Dharma, return to the Sangha, take refuge in the Buddha, refuge in the Dharma, refuge in the Sangha, refuge, refuge in the teacher. It doesn't mean you're believing in anything. You're just going to refuge. You're a refugee from the from a materialistic society. At the same time, you're still going to the store and you're comparing gas prices about what, what station to go to because the gas prices, you're still doing that because you're functioning. But the that's just so that you can function the way I like to say it, so you can continue to practice. My practice is, I'm, this is my practice doing this right now. Thank you, Yuhong Baoying. I have one more question. Please. For in terms of uh, habitual pattern, is that helpful to use external support to work on that, Baoying? What kind of external support are we talking about here? External. For example, to find my own community, which is helpful on this path, um, could be other things help me could be affirmation or other things. So when I use that, how I can um, respect this, this path. So I, I would leave it up to you. I mean, my, if you want my idea, I'm saying here we have zoom. This showed up what at the beginning of COVID or a little bit before then we're talking to each other and we've never met face to face, but we have a strong relationship. I have a relationship with everyone who's here somewhat. And they have a relationship with the community. So we're kind of using this technology to create a community. So uh, to me, and this is the way I feel about this, and you may see it differently, and you should go with whatever you think. Don't believe anything I'm saying. But I think that you, this is your community as far as I'm concerned. If you don't see that, if you feel like this is just someplace you go, you need to go to a, uh, another Buddhist community, or you're going to find a lot different things happening in uh, the Zendo that's uh, uh, across town in your in your environment. Not wrong. It might even be better. I'm not sure you're talking about that. Uh, you could be talking to a therapist. Um, I, I leave that up to you. Uh, I think maybe you need to talk to a therapist. Sometimes people need that kind of uh, support. We have therapists here. There's two people who are fully ordained monks who are therapists in this community that live here. And so that's, uh, we meet people where they're at. And sometimes we can't, they're not going to meditate, but they need help. So we try to help them with a, a way of working with their mind that is fundamentally helpful to them. Not necessarily the spiritual path, but not opposite, not necessarily the opposite of the spiritual path either. So have I gotten close to what you're looking for? Or do you have a specific thing you want to ask me about, Young? Thank you. Um, I still have the fear of, um, of work on the muscles, like physical muscles. I'm afraid to use the same way 
um, that I gonna mess up on this path. I think that's my fear. I want to ask, Bali. That you're gonna mess up? Yes. No, 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 not not possible. Mm -mm. That's that's just ego talking to you. It's just a second noble truth wanting something else. That's why that's why it's necessary to have a teacher. I don't need to be your teacher. That's up. That's up to you. I'm not here marketing myself, anyone. But you're you're going to need some kind of a reference point of someone that you can, at the very minimal, give the benefit of the doubt to. If not, out and out trust them. It'll start out with giving someone the benefit of the doubt, and eventually, it's just totally trusting them that they're not going to abuse you, misuse you, or take advantage of you. Um, it's, it, it needs. It seems that it needs to be there. It certainly was that way uh, for me, and still is in some ways. So all I can say to you, you is just continue to return, 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 return to that. We have this uh, structure so that uh, you don't have to travel uh, three thousand miles or to, to see the teacher. You can see the teacher on this screen, meet the teacher. I think this is workable to do it this way. I think it's good in person. Wouldn't you say so? Can you? Yeah. So. The person formerly known as Joyce now is called Kayun. Uh, means a jewel cloud. And so, and the person formerly known as Carl, he he immediately just left here and left a note. That he's never coming back again. It's a terrible thing for him to do. No, I'm joking. He's in Detroit, I think. Is he in Detroit? And his name is a. Uh, his new name, formerly known as Carl, and now is known as Kenzan or Sword Mountain. Change the name to give uh, just a different way of working with uh, your identity, so you get a new identity. Change of name, change of mark. The change of name is obvious. Another reference point that is just we just invented. The teacher invents or gives you, and change of mark is uh, less aggression more receiving what your world as it is rather than fighting changing it or manipulating it thank you Pauline. you're welcome A question from jeremy jeremy out west i don't know how does the dharma arise in shikantaza So the truth, Dharma, or the law, Dharma, um, there's the Buddha's Dharma, there's the Dharma brushing your teeth. There's the form, it means form or truth or law or structure, Dharma, 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 Dharma. So the Buddha's Dharma, which I presume that's what you're talking about, the, the, the Dharma of awakened truth, Buddha, Dharma, awakened truth, arises over and over and over in Chikantaza. Sit down, hold still, receive what's showing up. Don't bite it. Don't spit it out. Don't turn your head away. Just receive whatever shows up in the mind stream as you're holding the body very still. The mind continues to erupt in forms, ideas, memories. Just receive that. So you're actually, you want to know how it happens? It's just the mind stream. Whatever arises is the Buddha is the Dharma. But if you do anything with it, if you object to it, agree with it, give it any kind of permission to be other, 
by your opinions, your ideas, your conjunctions, your conclusions, your admonitions, your on and on and on. I could go out. There's all kinds of words. You do anything with it. A hair's breadth deviation will fail, fail to accord with a proper attunement. Kind of a, um, kind of a, um, it's almost like some Virgo said that. Sorry. Shouldn't be using astrological things here. Yes. A follow-up question from Jeremy. Jeremy. How do ethics arise in Shikantaza? I'm just what? How do ethics arise in Shikantaza? Ethics? So the training of Shikantaza is to get some clarity through your crazy mind. Not just yours, Jeremy, but mine. Everybody's. Sit down, hold still, now watch the movement, watch the movement, watch it, observe it, see it come and see it go, see it get larger, smaller, see it turn black, turn red, turn blue, get rough, smooth, open up, close down, watch, watch, observe, 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 receive, receive, receive. And if you do that, when you get up off the cushion and you go out into your everyday life called post-meditation, which is still meditation, maybe not yet, but at some point, the boundary between your meditation practice and your everyday life, that just vanishes and you're, you're in samadhi all the time. Even if you're shaking your hand and yelling, you cannot shake it. You can't get rid of something you are. Jeremy. So ethics arise right in everything. You see, you see it, you smell it, you taste it, you think it. What is it? And you can't, you don't see a stranger anywhere. Everyone that arises to you is a mirror of your own mind. So you no longer see other. And it's not some magical kind of weird feeling like, I think I'm at one with every. You're not on acid. You're not on masculine. You're not on peyote. You're not on. You're not on. I've done, maybe not everybody's, all those drugs, but I've done enough to know that all it does is take your mind and go, and you think, eh, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. I'm going to do some more of that. It's pretty entertaining. I think I'll do that again. You might as well just drink Budweiser. Drink a lot of it. So the ethics will show up as you cannot step on anyone again. You cannot push anyone again. But you don't do it with standards. This is a misunderstanding to set up a bunch of dumb standards and then try to obey them. I think I like the other word, observe them, because some people's karma needs to show up in spite of the standards. Don't fight with anything. Don't agree with anything. Don't ignore anything. Don't believe your thoughts. Don't disbelieve your thoughts. Ethics is, is uh, ethics is a, a structure, uh, um, a provisional structure for how to control things. And, and so people don't do bad things. It's just ridiculous. Even though if you look on our website, you'll see, uh, I didn't do it. Uh, it showed up in the environment. So I thought, I, Brought everybody together. Let's set up a structure. I think we got the help of John Roadhouse to do that, who does not come on here anymore. I think he's off teaching the Dharma somebody, probably. You have a question? Further, any, anyone here have a question about what I just said? What did I say? Can you, can you, if someone said, what did, uh, what does Sokozan think about ethics? Could you paraphrase what I just said? Because if you cannot, then you don't understand what I just said. And how do you understand what I just said? Train your mind. Otherwise, it's just an interpretation of what I said. You have to do it 
right out of this. It can't be, if it comes out of this, what's commonly called the thinking about thinking that's just, uh, that just is buying into the relative structure of the world that is, is an illusion. It's, it's an illusion. This is unreal. It's vividly unreal. See it before you die. Brian, you have a question? Brian Bowen. Um, is, well, all right. Is high intelligence required to see what this is? No. Bowen. No, it might get in the way. When I say it gets in the way, that's not going to get in the way. But it, 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 it can be because you, if you know, if you're, uh, uh, if you're highly gifted with being able to think with construction, with intellect and with concepts and logic and analysis, if you're very, very born with that kind of gift, then it can become, because it gets so strong, the other aspects of mind uh, don't get the fuel they need. So this is why it's so important. Sitting meditation is so important. Having a teacher is so important because you can actually think a shield. You can think of having a mental construct around this. I, there are famous people that are, that are it's obvious this is what they're doing. Not to everyone because some people just love. There's some particular one I'm thinking of right now, but I probably shouldn't pick on anybody. Really, really gifted. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll give them <clears throat> all the, all the, uh, uh, credit for being extremely intelligent and being able to take things apart and put them back together in such a way that uh, you have the illusion that this person understands things way better than I do. Probably not. Understanding that goes beyond concepts, find that. This person that you're listening to right now is not thinking. There's no one here. There's no solid being here. It's not a bragging point. It's just true. It's just the truth. I don't have any proof. I have no credentials. No one. You can see this. If you're interested, continue to practice. I have no idea what I just said. I don't need to have an idea what I just said because there's only this right now, right now. And that's why I often say, come and get me. Come and see if you can find this person. Even Uno can't find me. She, we live together. You have any questions? Any other questions in the Zendo? Don't hesitate, please. I won't. Paoshan uh, Bowing. Paoshan, go ahead. Um, how do we know what the path is if uh, when we don't apply standards to it bowing well we have a few standards be with all things anything that shows up you know look at the aggression that goes towards it and if you can without being uh, getting getting into a warfare with yourself put a put a tether on it put some kind of a of tension on that you'll get better and more and more skilled at that as you go along as long as there's a as long as there's a self which starts to diminish as you go along you'll get more and more skilled at seeing how that works how shan bowing um 
how do we give ourselves room to navigate what that looks like without getting lost bowing you might have to get lost so it's without getting lost that's kind of the the paranoia part of it tends to come up but eh, i can't i can't quite go that far i need to uh, maintain this or maintain that use some kind of reference point so lots of you have several reference points i'm not going to enumerate i mean but you have several things that you use as a reference point that keeps you Haoshan, um on the move so i'm not saying i'm sure you're aware i'm not saying stop doing that i'm saying you may need to keep doing that for a while until you actually realize what it is you need to do in terms of any kind of use the fancy word discipline Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Everybody looks so sad. Oh. Huh? No? Yeah. Not everybody. Is there a final question somewhere? Or we can just close either way. There's 40. One, one window just closed. So somebody just left and had to go to lunch. Kelly, you have any questions? Do you have any answers? Kelly Bowling. I can see that there's so much that I'm not ready for, that I that activity that you mentioned that I have to cycle through. Sure. How, how do I, how do I see that and still stay a student? Bowing. I think just a day at a time, rather than trying to stretch it out and give yourself some kind of a extended security blanket you don't need one you're fine just keep going just return the, the returning part uh, part is very important some people do this by being fully ordained monks and live in the monastery and get up in the morning and do all these uh forms practice these forms sometimes lead the forms prostrate towards uh, towards the the three jewels um, use your body to do it is that is that are you ready for that i don't know that would be up to you to do that there's people on here uh, that I talk to, have been talking to for years that are not about to come and live in a monastery, let alone receive Jukai or become monks. Not a problem. That's up to you to decide that. That's why these forms are set up in such a way, coming from uh, a Soto Zen approach, uh, a Tibetan Buddhist approach, but not locking down on anything. The whole thing could come apart next week and Nothing would be here. There's no guarantee of anything. But without all of you, this can't continue. I can't sit up here and teach anything without people who are students. Don't know how else to say it. Maybe I'm not even getting close to what you're asking about. Sent you, Bowling. I sent you. Annabelle has a question for you. Hi, Annabelle. Go ahead, please. Oh, does it? 
Well, it didn't come from the heart or the body. Does it come from the heart? Yeah, or the body. Both. Good question. Comes from the heart and the body. You have another question? Good question, Annabelle. Annabelle just learned to meditate yesterday. I gave her instruction. She was very insistent about it. <laughs> so it's a good sign, I think, insofar as there are signs. Okay, I think we can close and thank you so much for participating and for including me in your Sunday morning. Hi, my name is Shoto, and I am a monk at Sotokoji, where I'm committed to training my mind under the guidance of my teacher, Sokizan. We rely on your support for much of what we offer here. This includes building projects to create space for full-time and part-time practice residents. Thank you for your help.